It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. On today's Locked On Thunder, we are going to talk about Teo Maldon being sent down to the Oklahoma City Blue. This team is a half game out of the NBA postseason. What does that mean for the future of this season? What do the Thunder have ahead to finish out the, the month of November? And so much more, including previewing tonight's game against the Sacramento Kings. How can the Thunder continue their winning streak? And what to look forward to tonight as the Thunder debut their new court and new uniform set? Back after this, it's the Lockdown Thunder Podcast on Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Erdin Chief, over at thunderousintentions.com. Ryland Styles, you can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Follow the show on Twitter at L-O Thunderpod. Email the show, L-O Thunderpod at gmail.com. Call into the show, 405-362-7128. On today's show, we're going to dive into the Oklahoma City Thunder sending tail mouth on down to the Oklahoma City Blue. Uh, this team is half a game out of the play-in tournament. We'll talk about what that means for the future of this organization and preview the game against the Sacramento Kings tonight in Oklahoma City on the new hardwood with the new jersey combination and all that fun stuff. This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. McDonald's is proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's the unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends over at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. So the big story today is that Tim Allen was sit down to the Oklahoma City Blue. Of course, Tim Allen was the uh, second round pick for the Thunder last year in twenty in the 2021 draft, or 2020 draft, I should say. And last year, he led the team in minutes, which of course was by pro- product of you know SGA being hurt for, for last year and a lot of injuries taking place. But he did lead the team in minutes last year. He posted nine points per game last year, three rebounds per game, and three assists per game last year. He did... Struggle from the floor, 36% from the floor, but shot 32% from uh, from three-point land. And if you take away you know, things like the heaves and the you know, just last-second shots that you have to throw up there, if you take those away, that percentage goes up to 35% from three. And then 75% from the line last year as well. This year, though, his rotational spot has not been as concrete. It's been juggling back and forth. And he's averaging just two points per game, two rebounds per game, one assist, while uh, turning in a 20% shooting percentage from the floor, 13% from three, and 75% from the line. And this can kind of predate back to Summer League, where he had a few nice games, like that, that, that Summer League opener was pretty good for Tamalon, and then he was very underwhelming the rest of the way. There's just something about Tamalon this year that just has not been uh, good, consistent, good, quality, anything. And 
you're looking for ways to get that back to the player he was last year because last year, Malvin looked so promising. He looked like a steal of the draft. He looked like a steal type of player to where, sure, he's not going to be the blue chip guy. He's not going to be a starter. He's not going to be a superstar, but he is going to be somebody who can help you level your bench unit off and can help you build a championship roster because we know in Oklahoma City that it takes everyone to get that championship and not just your top echelon players. You need to flush out a roster where you're going to be having guys whenever those stars leave the floor for five, six, seven minutes throughout the postseason that you have quality players to put in their place. That way the game doesn't evacuate right before your eyes whenever your stars do need a break. And it looked like Tim Allen last year could be that sixth man, could be that really good uh, guard in that in that range as a player. And so now you're just kind of lost. You're just kind of sitting here wondering, okay, which is it? Is he going to be that kind of player? Is he going to be a player that you can now chalk into your future? Or was last year a flash in the pan, you know, a product of the circumstances, team's not really really gunning for the Thunder at all, Uh, no fans in the the stands, different environment, sight lines-wise with no fans in the stands. And, again, a condensed schedule benefited this young team because these older, more experienced and, and, and contending type of teams overlooked Oklahoma City last year and didn't really play all that hard against them, uh, and, and especially on that's where they was back-to-back. So it just opened the floor up a lot more last year for Sam Aldon to kind of take advantage of those circumstances. Or is he a good player, and this is just a really bad slump because he's still trying to figure out how to play in the NBA, and he didn't get those training wheels put on him last year. Last year, he was playing from the word go. He didn't get to go to the G League bubble last year. He didn't get to have a full training camp. He didn't get to have a full preseason. In fact, he had one preseason game and then uh, had to sit out there to the preseason because of that visa issue. So is this just him kind of coming down from that from that high of being drafted and now he's trying to have to relearn everything and get back into a groove? Or is he just not a good basketball player anymore? Uh, I, I think that the Blue will do a good job developing him. And really... To me, it's just, can he find his confidence again? And that's what Mark said yesterday after practice. It's about he's looking for Tao's confidence to, to get back because there's no way Tao could look that polished and that good last year and that quality of a player last year. Again, not a superstar, not a star, not an all-star, not, not anything like that, but a polished quality basketball player. And then this year he looks lost. He looks lost offensively. He looks lost defensively. He looks like a non-NBA player this year. There's just no way that the drop-off is that deep and that steep in my opinion. So how do you get him back to playing at that at that leveled off quality level? And, and the blue can do a good job of building him back up and building that confidence back up. And a benefit to the blue is that he will get more minutes and more, more sustainable minutes and more kind of predictable minutes. So his rotational spot goes from unpredictable. I might play 10 minutes. I might play 20 minutes. I might play five minutes to I'm going to for sure play X amount of minutes, whatever the blue decide to play him with, but it won't change game to game or day to day. If anything, it'll just go up and up and up. So I think that the blue sending him there was the best thing for him. I think that it also makes the current Thunder roster more entertaining because you now are going to have to watch Trey Mann play, which Trey Mann playing is awesome. And it's very fun to watch him play and grow and uh, all the fun things he can do offensively. Uh, but I think that Tim Alvin just has to figure it out. I mean, he's shooting 40% at the rim, 40% from mid range, from the corner three, shooting 22%. From non-corner threes, he's shooting 9%. For example, last year, he shot 38% from the corner and 35% in non-corner threes. He's just had an all-around dip in this season. 
And again, the summer league was not particularly kind to him either. He came back with that brand new body, looked a lot stronger, looked a lot bigger, had that breakout game the first game, and then eh, just kind of a, a shrug your shoulders event, which is not what you wanted from a second-year player playing in summer league. So all in all, I wouldn't say give up on Tam Aldon at all. I wouldn't say to kind of count him out at all, but he has to show something with the G League. And it'll be interesting to see what his mindset is for the G League because Isaiah Roby was sent down there and he had the proper mindset. He went down there. He didn't pout. He didn't uh, feel bad about himself. He didn't, he didn't kind of do any of that stuff. He went down there and immediately made a huge impact on winning basketball games with the blue and played very well. And even won like G League, G Leaguer of the day or week or however they situate that in the G League. Uh, he was awesome. He's been awesome for the G League. He's sent back down there again uh, today. Him and Vit were sent back down there with Tam Aldon. Uh, and then, of course, they do have Paul Watson Jr. and Andrew Wins down there with the, with the two-way deals. So how does Tail react to this kind of quote-unquote demotion, if you want to look at it that way? Will be interesting. Can you make a huge impact right away? Will you kind of have to ease into it? Because we would have thought that he would have just tore up Summer League. And that didn't exactly happen. Uh, if you if you kind of watch Summer League and pay attention, it wasn't exactly lighting the world on fire down there. But maybe this is what he needs. He, he just simply needs his confidence back. And I'm not sure what it is. It could be a few factors. I mean, he could be trying to do too much because he realizes that, hey, this team's guard heavy and they just drafted two other guards and Gideon uh, Trey Mann. And Trey Mann's kind of the prime example of a guy who probably won't be a starter in the NBA, but could be an excellent scorer off the bench. That was kind of going to be Ayo's role would be an excellent you know, ball handler uh, guard off the bench. And now he's kind of pressing a bit. Who knows what it is, but either or he just needs to simply go down there and find confidence and we'll see how long they keep him down there. It didn't take Trey Mann long to, to go down there, figure some things out, eat his broccoli, as Mark would say, and then get back up here and get to play with the Thunder for the foreseeable future. And at least until Taylor's ready to come back and then maybe they'll send Trey Mann back down there whenever Taylor's ready to come back. And I'm interested to see how much Trey Mann plays tonight against Sacramento. So there's a lot to look forward to. We'll preview the Sacramento game coming up at first. Whenever we uh, come back, we're going to talk about the standings and the fact that the Thunder are just a half game out of the play-in tournament. But first, we're going to hear it now. But our good friends over at McDonald's. McDonald's is proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's the place where friends and family can come and reconnect a place where classmates can meet for a study group, knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and endless supplies of French fries and McFlurries. Win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors, the home team, or the away team can come and recharge. It's a place you always look forward to stopping on a long road trip to rest your legs. McDonald's is incredible because we all remember stories and memories that took place at McDonald's. You could all litter the comment section, and you should right now, with your favorite McDonald's stories and events that took place at McDonald's. We all have them. It's just kind of a universal bond that everyone has is McDonald's. My favorite memory has to be going there, of course, after Little League games and and having fun with your teammates, with your buddies. That was always a great time. And who knows, as you head over there to McDonald's for to rest and refuel and to reconnect, you might even have a Locked on Thunder watch party. So stay tuned for that. But up, 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 I'm loving it. I'm going to say right now, pretty good friends over at betonline.ag. You know that we use betonline.ag for every single Thunder game, including tonight. And I'll tell you at the end of the episode how to bet on the Thunder game tonight and which way to go with it. But betonline.ag is back and better than ever with a new website interface for the start of basketball season. There's more prop bets. There's more odds and lines than ever before. 
It is so easy to use. It is so incredible. Go over to the new website on your phone, your desktop, your laptop, whatever it is that you have to use to sign up today. Whatever you do, you're going to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the code LOCKEDON to receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. From basketball, NBA, and college, football, NFL, and college, NHL, boxing, UFC, right up to your favorite Vegas casino games, you will not want to miss this amazing offer. So take advantage right now at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sport action. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We are here for you. Subscribe for free on all platforms to make sure you never miss an episode. And let's say right now that we have some breaking news, so to say. So took to Twitter yesterday, and Hamadou Diallo liked a post saying that Hamadou Diallo is barely in the Pistons rotation, shaking my head, send him back to OKC. He liked that post. So Hamadou Diallo, still a Thunder legend, still wishes he was with the Thunder. Now, obviously, I do not think that he's going he's to demand a trade to the Thunder. I don't think that the Thunder are going to trade back for him at all. But I will say, it would be pretty fun to watch Josh Giddy throw lob passes to Hamadou Diallo. That would be pretty fun. I just imagine... Giddy getting a rebound, pushing the pace in transition, or getting a steal and doing the same thing, and then Diallo just sprinting the length of the floor and throwing a lob pass to Diallo. That would be incredibly fun. But obviously things are not going well for Diallo in Detroit as he likes that post. He's fallen out of the rotation unexplicably for the Detroit Pistons. I don't understand uh, why that's happened. Go listen to Lockdown Pistons with my guy Koo. He'll tell you all what's going on with Detroit. So that's your second listen today. Your second listen today is Lockdown Pistons because you want to find out what's happening to Thunder Legend. Hamadou Diallo. But we're back on Lockdown Thunder. We're going to talk about the Thunder being half a game out of the play-in tournament. So every year, it seems like this happens, right? Oh, my goodness, the Thunder are going to be the worst team in the NBA. They're going to be the worst team in the NBA. And then they're just scrappy, and their record's not very bad, and so people start freaking out one way or the other. Everyone take a breath. Remember how you felt whenever the Thunder were blown out against the Bucks in the preseason on ESPN? And John Hollinger and everyone else said, oh, this is a 13-win team. Oh, this is a 10-win team. That was silly. That was silly. It's just as silly to take the Thunder comeback win over a just decrepit and unbelievably chaotic Lakers franchise without LeBron plus a win over the dying San Antonio Spurs and a win over the New Orleans Pelicans who have more drama than a show on E and say this team's not a playoff team. Now, they might win tonight against the Kings. In fact, spoiler alert, I'm betting the Thunder to win uh, tonight. I'm betting on today, G. But this team is trying to take and trying to lose. Their pick this year is lottery protected. And if you, know, if you know Sam Preston, you know he loves draft picks. He's not going to let that pick go to Atlanta. He's going to keep this pick in the lottery. And of course they're going to win games because tanking is done within the front office. It's not done by players. It's not done by coaches. So the players and coaches are trying their best. 
And this is not the worst team in the NBA. They can beat anyone on any given night, including the top of the top competition, because A, they have a great coach. They found their best coach in their team history. This go around with Mark, they have a star in SGA and they have nice marginal players. So that trio on any given night in these NBA, in this NBA circle, this NBA league, any given night that that trio can win you games against anybody. But big picture, just as you had to see the big picture after the blowout loss to Milwaukee, the blowout loss to Utah, the blowout loss to Houston, and you had to see the big picture through that, you got to see the big picture after the collapse by the Lakers, beating the sad Spurs, and beating a Pelicans team that's lifeless. So, Nothing is set in stone with how this team will finish and what this team will be. Because again, they have a great coach, they have a star, and so anything can happen. And again, the players are not the ones tanking. Mark is not the one tanking. It's just the roster construction is that of a tanking team. And they won't be the worst team in the NBA. And we should sit back and enjoy the ride and wait to see what they show us that they are. What, what are these players? What, what, are, what is this team? But the best bet is that this team will eventually level out and finish fourth or fifth in the reverse standings. And this tough test, you know, this, this tough stretch of games upcoming, will tell us a lot of what we need to know. The Kings tonight. The Nets on Sunday. The Heat on Monday. And then you go Rockets, Bucks, Celtics, uh, Hawks, Jazz, Wizards, who are a really good team, and Rockets again. You're playing a lot of playoff teams upcoming. Sure, you've got the Kings, you've got the Rockets twice. Other than that, you're playing a lot of playoff teams to end the month of November. Where do you stand after November? So again, don't overreact to those huge blowouts. And don't overreact to this three-game winning streak. It's nice. It's awesome. We love the winning streaks. But I'm not ready to say this team has failed their season-long goal. If you were, If you were like... If you were like a very pro tank, I'm not ready to say they failed that that option. If you're very anti tank and want them to go to the playoffs, I'm not I'm not going to say that they've kind of succeeded at that either. They're still kind of in the middle, and we just kind of got to wait and be patient and see which side that they lean towards. The best bet is they're going to lean closer to outside the playoffs than inside the playoffs. But you can't overreact on either side to these type of things. Now, with the Kings game tonight, Vit is out, Tam Aldon's out, Isaiah Roby is out, Paul Watson Jr. is out, and Aaron Wiggins are out. They're all with the blue. They're not hurt. They're just with the blue uh, playing today with the blue. And then for the Kings, Therese Halliburton is questionable, and Terrence Davis is questionable. The Kings had other guys on in the injury report. They were all like Lewis King, like G League guys. It doesn't really matter. What matters is if Therese Halliburton can play and T. Davis can play. Halliburton is one of their best players. It would be interesting to see if he's going to play or not. He is questionable, and so we'll get updates on that throughout the rest of the day. Now, coming up, we're going to talk about what to watch for. We're going to talk about the keys to the game, the bet of the game, and the Thunder Moneyball pick. All that and more is coming up, but first, I want to say right now, we're good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off of your next order. I love Thanksgiving, all the good food, the treats, and plenty of them. 
but maybe you want a yummy dessert that is not full of calories and sugar. It's the perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories. That's on the low end. Most Built Bars only are at 130 calories and only four grams of sugar, but plenty of protein. So replace the coconut cream pie with coconut Built Bars or go to a raspberry Built Bar instead of a raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any pie. Low calorie, low carb, low fat, high protein. Covered in 100% real chocolate. Built Bars are a great option for when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving's not coming here soon enough, get a Built Bar or two. Share some with your family at your family gatherings to make things less awkward. Maybe your Aunt Betty has not tried a Built Bar yet. Now, surprises are going to be new all month long, so you will not want to miss this month of Built Bar. Limited time flavors arriving at Built Bar regularly, so go check it out from the site often. And there's also nothing like Black Friday at Built Bar. So they have a lot of discounts as well, including ours, which you can use anytime you want to for any order you want to. BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off your next order. That's Built.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off of your next order. We're back on Locked on Thunder Podcast, on Locked on Podcast Network, your teams are big. Thank you for making Locked on Thunder your first listen every single day. We're here for you every single morning talking Thunder basketball. So subscribe for free on all platforms. And we're going to continue the show by previewing tonight's game against the Sacramento Kings. But for your second listen, remember, go check out Locked on Pistons to hear about Hamdou Diallo and him liking this tweet about the Thunder. And go check out Locked on Fantasy Basketball because you're going to want to know how to win your fantasy leagues and Josh Lloyd has you covered on that front. He's going to help you win these fantasy basketball leagues. Again, you can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore styles. So you never miss an episode, never miss some breaking news about the Thunder. We're going to be back this weekend to recap this Kings game. And then we'll be back again, of course, Monday through Friday next week to talk all about the week for the Oklahoma City Thunder. So we mentioned the injury report, but what to watch for? What should you watch for tonight? First things first, you have... SGA, who was taken away a bit by the Spurs and then really taken away by the Pelicans. And now the road doesn't get easier because he goes up against Davion Mitchell. And Davion Mitchell has been very impressive defensively, as we all expected from his draft profile. But he's had the same kind of success Lou Dort has had. He's taken away Donovan Mitchell. He's taken away all these other superior athletes he's played against and, and, and you know, these star-level p- players he's played against, what does he do against SGA? Can SGA get the better of Davion Mitchell? That will be a matchup that you watch all night long, as well as Lou Dort defending De'Aaron Fox. So this, this game has the potential for some highlights on both sides of the ball for both teams. I think that Lou Dort's assignment is a bit easier than Davion Mitchell's assignment because Fox is not shooting the ball well at all. And of course, Lou Dort is going to be fine defending him straight up and defending him, you know, kind of head on. But, you know, to combat his speed a bit, Dort can sag off of him and give him a ton of room to shoot and dare him to shoot and recover better from Fox's attacking speed. So I think that Dort has the easier matchup than Tavian Mitchell does on SGA. It'll still be very fun. Now, I do want to see if... Darius Baisley can make it four straight solid or better games uh, for his stretch of games here with the Thunder. 
because he started off on a rocky, rocky ship. And he's had moments. He's had flashes. But he's finally starting to build some consistency, it, it appears. I want to see if that can continue uh, tonight against Sacramento. And then, of course, the new jerseys and new court. It's the whiteout jerseys for the first time uh, all year and for the first time ever. And an alternate court for the first time ever. It's like the all-gray court. Looks kind of like the Nets court from last year. I don't know if they brought it back this year or not. But we'll see how that looks. First ever alternate court in the history of the, of the organization. That is a ton of fun. Keys of the game. Number one, limit turnovers. Number two, just hang around. I don't know if the Kings can close this game out. So just hang around and get it to closing time. And then number three, force Aaron Fox to shoot the ball because he cannot shoot. By the day, I've got Oklahoma City plus four and a half. Uh, they're underdogs at home. I'll take that right now. And then the money ball pick, I think SGA finally has another great game. Like he's been, he's been good. He's been impacting games. He's been helping this team win. He's been a really good player. I think that this game tonight is like an SGA takeover again. I, I think that he'll be motivated to play against Steve Mitchell, of course, the rookie that's been that's been giving people trouble. He wants to be the guy that he doesn't give trouble to. I think that I think that SGA will will kind of come out here and have a really really good game and, and just light the world on fire with the setback threes, and they're going to fall tonight. And he's going to win the Thunder Moneyball pick. So you can tweet at me your Thunder Moneyball pick at Ryland underscore Styles to be entered in at the end of the year. If you've beaten me on more picks than I've gotten right, you will be able to collect a Thunder prize for the person had the most picks right on who will lead the team in three-pointers made each and every game. And, of course, the bet of the day, betalon.ag, go there right now and bet Thunder plus four and a half. Until this weekend, whenever we recap this game, be good and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 